Being an entrepreneur can often feel like an endless hustle. Never-ending to-do lists, sales and marketing, networking, client calls, social media, the pressure to always be on is never-ending, and the work-hard-to-reap-rewards mentality continues to dominate our schedules. But when we try and maintain that urgency all the time, it actually has the opposite effect, and we start to lose energy and motivation, making decisions under pressure and generally losing sight of why we started this in the first place. What we need to learn is how to make space to let ourselves breathe and become selective, focused, and calm, to choose our activities based on who we are as people. Making space is about a new type of business that is slow, intentional, and aligned. It's about strategies and tactics that are born from thoughtful reflection and deep dialogue, and will guide you to give yourself permission to build a unique and fully personalized business that finally feels good. Welcome to the show. I'm Stephanie Hayes, and I'm a business strategist and coach for small business owners who want to grow their service-based businesses in smart, healthy, and sustainable ways. I specialize in asset-based business model design and marrying strategy and execution so my clients can quickly and effectively transition into their next phase of growth. Welcome to today's episode. This is one I have been working really hard on and one of those topics that I thought would be quick and as I dug into it and dug into it, it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So we're going to dive into how we make spending decisions, especially when things are a little bit uncertain. Every day, it seems we're presented with opportunities to make investments in our business, and sometimes these are driven by something more urgent, and sometimes there are a passing suggestion that comes from a referral or a conversation and kind of piques your interest. And wherever the opportunity originated, it always seems to create some anxiety for the business owner that's left to make that decision. And without contest, spending money seems to be the most stressful decision that business owners face on an ongoing basis, and that's not without reason. Spending is really stressful for a number of reasons. We're depleting resources rather than adding to them, at least in the short term. We don't want to be wrong about where we decided to spend. We aren't sure, we don't trust ourselves to make the right decision, or we're taught that it's smarter to save rather than spend. We often have old fears and emotions around money and access to it, or we don't want to be left with nothing or no progress, and we don't have a clear plan or enough information, or we don't understand what I'm calling our spending profile or who we are when it comes to money, and I'll get into this more in a second. In our businesses, money has two main jobs, either to keep our lights on and sustain our operations, and that's the kind of spending that helps us maintain the status quo so we don't negatively affect the current activities. But it's also there to help us grow. This kind of spending moves the business forward towards new goals, financial or otherwise. Both types of spending are really important, and you should make sure you budget for both in order to keep your business moving forward towards your goals. Your expenses are budgeted first and forecast based on current and planned operations. And your growth budget should then be established based on your spending profile and should be derived from a combination of your profit, which is what's left over after expenses and income are accounted for, and your growth plan. Arguably, you may have a third category assigned to retained earnings, and that's a personal decision between you and your tax advisor to decide how much of anything you retain inside your business. And that can be also thought of as an expense category. 
The desired end state is to be able to make growth and operating investment decisions with confidence in a timely manner to support your business goals. In a stable environment or a stable economic environment, it's a little easier to stick to the plan and weather the ups and downs. But when things are really uncertain, it's much harder to commit to decisions because fear takes over and we often end up just deciding to do nothing, which then puts us even further behind. So fear and uncertainty can lead to stagnation at a time where progress is actually really critical. You don't want to get stuck riding the downside of the wave when things are less stable. On the contrary, your challenge is to find a way to be at the top of the crest of the wave so you're leading with growth rather than battening the hatches and rationing all of your resources. You need to develop the confidence in your business so that you can make spending decisions quickly and in an informed manner and maintain a balanced focus of stability and growth. Easier said than done? (laughs) Yup. But I have a three-part strategy for you to follow. But first, you need to understand your spending profile. And this is what I was talking about a little bit earlier. We all have a certain money personality, which is usually developed over time by everything from our childhood messaging around money, our major life experiences, all cultural and social influences, and our personality traits. Most money advice is directed at everyone as this homogeneous whole, but that's actually not really realistic. We don't all process information in the same ways and we have different needs to support our decision making. So our strategies will be different based on which profile we identify with. I've outlined these along with some of the key considerations for each, including what you need in order to feel comfortable and aligned in your decision making, what your buying decision looks like, what you need to ask for to support your decisions and how you should determine your most comfortable budget for investments. Each spending profile has its benefits and its challenges. The key is to ensure that you understand your risks and your opportunities and support yourself with the resources that make healthy, balanced decisions. The goal is not to change your spending profile, but rather to understand it and your own needs when it comes to making decisions in your business. So the first profile is what I call the cautious consumer. And just like it sounds, the cautious consumer sees spending as a necessary evil and experiences a considerable amount of anxiety around spending decisions, requiring extra time, extra data, and extra reinsurance in order to feel confident in making a spending decision. They often use meticulous spreadsheets and ROI formulas and budgeting tools and economic indicators to influence their decisions. When they're buying anything, They'll need to consider it for a lengthy amount of time to to ensure it's really what they need and that they're making the right decision with the right vendor. This spending profile ensures they never overspend and makes well thought through decisions, but may also miss opportunities for growth due to their delayed decision making or sometimes making no decision at all. And as a result, they may cause their business to grow more slowly or not at all. If you're a cautious consumer, you can balance out your spending activities so you can make more timely decisions with confidence. Your spending decisions are not only financial, but also emotional in that they significantly impact your feeling of well-being and your anxiety or stress levels. So ensuring that you have the support in your decisions is of additional importance with a spending profile. So here's some tips to support your spending decisions if you're a cautious consumer. Maintain a detailed financial plan for the business where you can see near real-time numbers for all your business spending and your revenue. Decide what priorities you'll spend on for growth each quarter because an annual plan is too far out for accurate forecasting. 
so you can be clear on what you can make more timely decisions on. Ask all your vendors for their input on ROI for their proposed products or services. They'll probably know what your, their product or service is able to promise for your business. Find a trustworthy business peer with another spending profile who can help you talk through and balance out all your considerations. And when presented with a spending opportunity, treat it like a project and give yourself a timeline for all the parts of your decision-making process, including the financial consideration, the strategic consideration, and your final decision. This keeps you moving along. Always ask your vendors to provide you with all of the details that they can provide you about what you are buying, so you're not tempted to delay the decision due to lack of information. And at each stage in your process, check in with yourself and remain aware of any fears that may affect, be affecting your decision and assess whether these are real or likely and how you're gonna mitigate them. Avoid high risk purchases that have a considerable amount of ambiguity. No amount of assurance will ever make you feel comfortable in that kind of spending and it'll always make you feel like it's more of a risk than you're ever gonna be comfortable making. And then this one I think is really important because we're, we're always taught not to do this, but always preface a sales conversation with a vendor by explaining that you'll not be making a decision in the moment and you're going to require some time to come to a comfortable decision. If you're feeling pressured, it's likely that you're not going to make the decision at all and any smart vendor will appreciate and respect that. As a cautious consumer, I would say your comfortable growth budget will likely fall between 15 to 20% of your profit. The second spending profile is a balanced buyer. The balanced buyer sees spending as necessary in order to continue the progress within their business, but is not inclined to overspend or spend unnecessarily. They like to know that they've made informed decisions, but they're comfortable with a little bit of ambiguity. They'll ensure that they've reviewed numbers and the relevant data that is available to them and that they have a level of confidence that there is a potential ROI on their investment, but they're happy with the knowledge that they've done at least a cursory review of the data and they don't need to overanalyze. They also recognize that not all investments will result in the outcomes that they're hoping for and are comfortable with that expectation as long as it doesn't constitute a significant portion of their spend. Balanced buyers will often not make a purchase in the moment and will give themselves a little bit of time for consideration before committing to a purchase unless they've done their research in advance but they're motivated by executing on a plan. So the spending decision just becomes another task on their list of to-dos. So as long as it's thought through and makes sense, they won't hesitate to act on it once they feel like they have enough information. This spending profile usually experiences steady, consistent growth and is usually pretty open to investment opportunities. They're great partners for both cautious consumers and the spontaneous spenders to balance out their more extreme spending habits. If you're a balanced buyer and would like to see more rapid growth, you may need to step outside of your comfortable boundaries for spending budgets and timelines. If you do choose to do so, ensure that you're equipped with a solid plan for leveraging the asset you're acquiring so that you can feel connected to the decision and its outcomes. So here are some tips for you if you are a balanced buyer. Maintain a clear path of growth priorities in your business on an annual and a quarterly basis so you can make informed and aligned decisions to support your growth. Maintain a detailed financial plan for the business where you can see near real-time numbers for all of your business spending and revenue. 
Give your vendors a timeline for your decision so you can hold yourself accountable to a deadline and you can manage all of their follow-up. And create a checklist of informational needs to support your buying decisions so you can know what to ask for from the vendor prior to committing to a purchase. And then challenge yourself to invest in one small higher risk opportunity each year to practice stretching your spending portfolio into some more rapid growth and ambiguous opportunities. As a balanced buyer, I would say your comfortable growth budget will likely fall between 20 to 35% of your profit. And finally, the spontaneous spender. The spontaneous spender sees all spending as an opportunity for growth and is comfortable with more adventurous investment opportunities. They're inclined to make spending decisions in the moment after some quick calculation in their heads. This, this spending profile believes that you need to invest in order to recognize returns and sees higher spend as a challenge to ensure they get higher growth. While they're quick decision makers, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're reckless. Quite the opposite, actually. They're often experienced and informed and may maintain rigorous data inside the business, but they just have a higher tolerance for risk than their more cautious peers and are motivated by the need to outperform their investment. Where the spontaneous spender may run into challenges is when they haven't fully considered all their options and when their decisions aren't fully aligned with the growth plan for their business. And they may also have a tendency to collect too many opportunities than they can manage and leverage successfully all at once. So having a more adventurous spending profile isn't necessarily a problem and can often lead to more rapid growth. In fact, the spontaneous spender often needs the pressure of the investment to motivate them to perform. The trick is to balance out the spontaneity with some stable, consistent growth opportunities so as to ensure the steady progress inside the business and to ensure that their growth efforts can be effective. So here are some tips for spontaneous spenders. Make yourself like a stage gate model to follow for rapid decision-making, which reflects the priorities for the business and some of the habits you wanna build inside your decision-making, and that ensure you're not taking on too many opportunities to be effective or to blow your budget. Find a trustworthy, balanced buyer who can help be a voice of reason to talk through your priorities when these opportunities arise. And give yourself a mandatory cooling off period when making major spending decisions, whereby you'll work through your stage gate model and your growth plan to confirm you're actually making a productive decision. And give yourself a time and money budget per quarter to work within and spending rules that give you the permission to re-engage those opportunities next quarter. And practice saying not no, just not right now to at least two opportunities each quarter. Allocate a part of your growth budget to higher risk, higher growth opportunities that may or may not reap immediate rewards, but they activate that risk loving side of your spending profile, which motivates and drives you forward. And stay organized and knowledgeable of your numbers and how they impact your growth. As a spontaneous spender, your comfortable growth budget will likely fall between 35 to 50% or more of your profit. So let's talk about the spending confidence strategy. How do we build our spending confidence? So this applies to all of the different spending profiles. Before you make any spending decisions, first understand your spending profile and then get clear on your business foundations, thoughts, and financial boundaries. Your goal is to ensure that all of the things that don't have to be uncertain are not. So you can make decisions from the most informed and confident place possible. 
When things are uncertain, it makes it much harder to make decisions, so we often end up just deciding to do nothing, which actually leaves us further behind and lagging. Fear and uncertainty lead to stagnation at a time when progress is actually really critical. There's always going to be some uncertainty, but your goal should be to remove as much of that as possible before you're faced with any decisions. So the spending confidence strategy will help you create the least amount of uncertainty in your investment strategy so that you can focus solely on the attributes of the opportunity in front of you in order to make a confident decision. So step one of the three-part strategy, get your house in order. First, you need to have a strong understanding of what you're trying to build. Without taking the time to define where you're headed, it's virtually impossible to know if you're making the right decisions or not. And then you risk making investments in a bunch of disjointed opportunities that are only going to dilute your efforts. So ask yourself, what are your priorities? What are your constraints? What's your vision? And what are your goals? By the way, this would be a great time to take advantage of my business blueprint, which will help walk you through this and set your foundation. When you're clear on where you're headed, then you need a plan for execution that can help you ensure you're not making decisions that are out of alignment with your goals. And then finally, you need a consistently updated and transparent understanding of your business financials so that you're always clear on how much you have to work with. This takes the emotion and judgment out of your financial decisions and allows you to make quick decisions from a place of information rather than always guessing. Don't make financial decisions without having your house in order. And by the way, I have a profit plan that's super helpful and simplified And it's a tool for keeping your numbers updated and focused on your business priorities, because this is one of the biggest challenges that business owners have is keeping their numbers up to date because it can be really cumbersome. If you have your plan in place, you can always make decisions that ensure your investments will always be focused on your top priorities and will require very little analysis or debate. Step two, get your thoughts in order. (laughs) Money is an extremely emotional topic, and we all have thoughts and feelings about it, no matter how we grew up or what our experiences have been. You need to be clear on and conscious of the thoughts and emotions that come up for you around spending. Not so that they can be necessarily changed in the moment, but so they can have less impact on our decisions. You need to decide how you're going to manage your thoughts that come up during the decision-making process and consistently practice moving through this. Here's some questions you might ask yourself when you feel resistance or fear or shame or guilt around spending. What does it mean if I'm wrong? Where does my shame or fear or guilt or judgment come from? What am I scared of? How can I practice trusting myself in this decision? What am I willing to accept is true? What's my history in influencing my beliefs around spending? And how will I know if I've made a good decision? Identifying what our thoughts actually are helps us develop new and helpful thoughts. And I've always loved Byron Katie's The Work Framework for Managing These Thoughts. She asks, is this thought true? Can I absolutely prove without a doubt that it's true? What would be a more helpful thought? And what happens to me if I think that instead? When you master your thoughts, you can master your decision-making and get really clear on the facts versus the emotions behind your decisions. Step three, create some spending rules. This last step to creating your spending confidence is to establish some parameters around what you will spend. 
With some of the rules in place, you'll have all of the information you need in order to decide whether or not you should consider the investment that's on the table. Each of these rules is a really personal choice and should be established based on your own comfort levels and based on your own spending profile. There are no right answers to any of these questions, only the answer that suits you and your goals best. Don't rely on external guidance to tell you what you should allocate for these rules. It's very important that you establish them based on your own data and desires. Rule number one, what percentage of profit feels like a comfortable number to allocate to growth versus operations? Rule number two, what will you do if an investment exceeds your allocated growth budget? Rule number three, is there anyone else who needs to be included in your spending decision? For what spending range? Now, I just have a little caveat here. Be aware of how you answer that question and ensure that including someone else is not actually deflecting responsibility for your spending decisions. You're a leader and you can do this on your own. Rule number four, do you need a cooling off period when you're faced with a decision? What's the right time frame to ensure you're making an informed versus an emotional decision? And rule number five, who are you going to buy from? What do you need to know about them before deciding to buy? What values do they need to uphold for you? And rule number six, do you always need to be able to establish a quantifiable ROI? Are you comfortable with investments that will improve your business in less tangible ways? So thinking through all those rules in advance of any major spending decisions will help you respond to opportunities with confidence, even if you decide that this particular opportunity is going to break all the rules. At least you're doing it from a place of information. You want to be informed, intentional, and aligned to feel comfortable with any decisions you make. Working through all three parts of the spending confidence strategy will ensure that you are in fact informed, intentional, and aligned. So let's put it all together. We don't always get to choose when investment opportunities arrive in front of us, but we can be prepared to respond to them in a timely manner for the greatest benefit to our business. Developing confidence takes practice, so don't shy away from decisions and be prepared to say no if you decide from an unemotional, informed, and confident place that that's the correct decision for you and your business. Remember that not every decision is just about the money. It may be a not right now if the timing doesn't support your plans, or it could be a heck yes if the opportunity hits all of your criteria and your timelines. Remain open to all possibilities and use the tools available to you in order to arrive at the best answer for you. Working through the spending confidence strategy in order and arming yourself with as much certainty as is available to you when the opportunity arises is going to put you in a much better place. So to review the spending confidence strategy, first, we understand your spending profile. Second, you get your house in order. Third, you get your thoughts in order. And fourth, you create your spending roles. When you have your strategy in place, you're gonna approach every spending decision with confidence and with clarity. And you're gonna become more and more confident as you practice making money decisions. So go out there, and start making decisions with confidence in a timely manner. And that practice is going to help you move through these things with much more certainty, even if we're in uncertain times. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Making Space. 
If you've loved this content, I would so appreciate if you left a review on whatever platform you're listening on. This helps others know just how important this content is. If you'd like to continue the conversation, come join me on Instagram at stephaniehayes.biz, on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter. And if you're ready to dive deeper into how you can make more space in your own business, pop on over to my website at stephaniehayes.biz and grab some time in my schedule for a free 30-minute call where we can dig into your current business model and find all the places that we can find you more freedom. Until next time, breathe, listen, and slow down so you too can start making space.